What's up, gamers, and welcome to Lost at Sea Gaming. I am Hulking Yoda, the captain of this ship, the SS Gamer. And on this episode, put on your blue denim jacket, grab a boombox, and step back into the 90s in this review of Streets of Rage 4. So before we go into the story of the game, let's check out a few interesting facts about the game and its developer in The Breakdown. Gamer Streets of Rage 4 is published by Dote Mew and developed by Lizard Cube. Uh, very interesting names there. Uh, these guys ultimately approached Sega about developing a sequel in the series of Streets of Rage. And Sega agreed and licensed the series out to them and gave them that trust that they were going to put out a quality product in the series. Core development of the team uh, is consistent of five people. So very, very small team of developers here working on this title. thought that was very interesting, just basically fans of the series that got together and approached Sega with an idea. And here they are. Now let's go check out and see what the details are in the story. Streets of Rage 4 is actually set 10 years after the events of Streets of Rage 3. So it is a direct sequel to that last entry in this storied series. If you did not know what happened in Streets of Rage 3, because I did not, uh, in that game, Mr. X, who is the arch nemesis, he was defeated. And in this game, Streets of Rage 4, his children, which are the Y twins, uh, I'm, not, I'm not exaggerating here, the Y twins, they're looking to exact revenge by brainwashing all of Wood Oak City, which is the city that Streets of Rage is known for. They're trying to brainwash the city with music that they have that's going to be blaring throughout the whole city with these giant speakers that they've uh, set up throughout key points in the city to make sure it reaches everyone. Um, <laughs> I can't help but laugh, guys, because it's it's so crazy, but it's true. This is the story and the premise of this game. The Y-Twins are out for revenge on those who defeated their father, so they're going to brainwash Wood Oak City with music. Uh, <laughs> so the characters in this game, uh, Blaze, uh, she's from the first three games. She's now a detective, and ultimately she'll call in some favors, and she's bringing in some of the original game's characters as well, uh, Axel and Adam Hunter. And this game brings in new characters in the form of Cherry, who actually is Adam's daughter, and Floyd Aralia, who is a cybernetically enhanced apprentice of character Dr. Zahn, who Streets of Rage fans, you will remember him as a character who debuted, a cyborg character in and of himself, who debuted in Streets of Rage 3 as well. So it was a very diverse cast of characters that you could choose to play as in this game. 
And the story, it's told through these hand-drawn and mostly still scenes, but with voiceovers. So the scene itself is not fully animated. There may be like a kick or a jump, but it's like a still moving image, if that makes sense, uh, as you're watching uh, the scene play out. And the audio is there. The voice actors, they do have their lines uh, spoken over the course of these scenes. Uh, I, w- I will say it's it's very over the top, the whole thing. I mean, I, I'm not going to repeat it again, guys, but you know the premise of this game. <laughs> and it's, it's just very corny in a 90s kind of way, which is not a bad thing. I love it, but it's just, it it cracks me up. The story is so predictable with the characters and the villains and ultimately how it ends up playing out in the end. Uh, Even some of the spots throughout the game where there's like, oh my goodness, is that really what's happening? Nah, we saw this coming three stages ago, man. So overall, it's not bad. Uh, And it's ending, I would say, definitely sets up a potential Streets of Rage 5. So definitely promising for the series going forward in the future. So that's what I thought of the story. Let's go see what my thoughts were on graphics and sound. Starting with the graphics, I thought that the graphics were actually really good. They were, the character models were great hand-drawn characters that uh, just really popped and they were really bright and shiny and just looked really good. Uh, I loved their design. And the animations, they were all just done uh, to a very high degree. And just even simple things like the the hair on your character moving and uh, the mouth opening when they get hit and screaming and things of that nature. It was just the little details were still animated in. And uh, I thought that was great. Uh, the enemy types are all very much uh, unique. I thought that was a, a big key as well, is having not only good, diverse characters to play as but you also have the same going for the enemy types uh, which is definitely always a good thing uh the voice acting as far as the sound goes eh, it's right there with the story it fits perfectly it's way over the top very b-grade level of quality here uh the music is pure 90s corny like oh my god we're watching like a, a b movie action movie from from the late 80s early 90s here but i mean that with all the best love that I can give because that's the whole purpose of this game is a love letter to the nineties. So it fits. It's perfect. It it just, it cracks me up. Uh, It's just, it's all done in a good way. So overall graphically, the character models and enemies look great. The environments that they were in were also well animated and a lot going on in the backgrounds. If you really stop to look around Uh, the smoke coming out of different manhole covers and rain and water, it just, they all did their part in making the environments very, very much enjoyable to sidetrack through. Uh, And, and just in general, the sound, let me just say it was, it was good uh, in the worst possible way. So let's go check in and see what my thoughts were on the controls. Guys, I ended up playing this game on an Xbox one X. So I'll be speaking to that controller type. Uh, You move left to right because it is a 2D side-scroller. You move left to right with the analog stick, or you could use the D-pad if that is your preference. Now, you can jump with the A button, attack with the X. Special attack is with the Y button. Now, that will drain your health, so just keep that in mind if you want to use that Y button for your special. Uh, B is what you use to pick up items and throw them as well. There's also a back attack that you can hold in the right trigger in whatever direction you'd like, plus the A button. Uh, You can press Y and B together at the same time to initiate a star move that is uh, like basically your special move. 
no major issues really that I had with controls. I thought they were pretty solid and, and controlled as you would expect them to in a 2D side-scrolling beat-em-up. I uh, never had any issues where uh, I was just absolutely frustrated. So overall, no major issues with the controls here. They were pretty much as to be expected. Now let's go see what I thought of the gameplay. As mentioned gamers, this is a 2D side-scrolling beat-em-up if you did not already know before this review. The game consists of 12 stages that you're going to play through, and you're going to work your way through those 12 stages, fighting off varying types of enemies across Wood Oak City. Now, you do have an option to switch characters before the start of every stage, which I thought was pretty cool uh, they gave you that option that... Say you play through a stage as Axel and you just really hate it. So at that point, you can switch and play as Cherry. Uh, and if you hate her, you can continue to switch out as much as you like between the available characters that are there for you. So ultimately, thought that was really good as an option. Uh, most stages, I will say, end with a boss fight. Not all of them now, but most of them, you will be expecting a boss fight at the end. Uh, and those bosses, I, I really didn't think they were overly annoying, uh, but I, I felt they were right there on that cusp of being annoying, if that makes sense. Uh, I could see, I played the game co-op with my wife and son, and I could see this being very uh, frustrating uh, from a single player standpoint in some of these boss fights. And there was another option in the game as far as kind of a customizable piece, I guess, if you will, or a personalization of, of the game. And the fact that, and I thought it was pretty cool, you could actually customize or choose the type of icon uh, that you wanted your power-ups to be. So say you pick up food icons to replenish your health, right? You could choose what icon you wanted to pick up, whether it be pizza or ramen noodles in a bowl or a turkey. You know, you could choose those different icons. So I thought that was pretty fun. Me and my wife and son had fun playing or choosing and deciding which one we wanted to use at different points just to kind of mix the gameplay up a little bit. So overall, uh, just... Very basic here, guys. Just a 2D side-scrolling beat-em-up in the classic, traditional vein of those arcade games and old-school console games as well. So if you're looking for what you got in the past in Streets of Rage, you will not be disappointed here. So let's go check out the ship's chronometer to see how long it took me to play through the game via co-op, as well as how long it may take you to play through the game, depending on our difference in play style. Guys, playing through the game in co-op, me, my wife, and son were able to play start to finish all 12 stages, game start, credits roll, and three hours time. Now, if you're playing this game in single player, I could see that being a little bit longer. I could see you maybe spending a max of five hours on this game to play through the 12 stages. And the reason I add those extra couple of hours in there is kind of going back to one comment I made earlier some of the bosses could be really frustrating, and I don't know, I didn't play it single player, but I could see if you are playing single player, and it's the same kind of level of intensity that it is on three-player co-op, I could see it being pretty frustrating and having quite a few uh, replays on some of these boss fights, and even some of these stages that you go through, there's a couple that can be kind of funky, so that's why I had those extra couple of hours in there. I would say that if you're going to go for all achievements and all the unlocks and try to get S rankings because every stage is ranked, um, it could probably take up to 10 hours for you if you're trying to get all this, uh, everything that the game has to offer you, uh, just really depending on how much you go for. But I, I could say that you could 
spend as little as three hours in co-op all the way up to 10 hours to try to get everything out of it that the game has to offer. Now let's go check out my final thoughts on the game. Gamers, at the end of the day, I really did like Streets of Rage 4. I thought it was a fun game, but it really is meant to be played as a co-op experience. Uh, single player, you still might really enjoy it. And I may really would enjoy it if I played through single player. I just, I get the feeling playing through that, you know what, this is really intended as a co-op experience. And I could see it being nowhere near as enjoyable or entertaining if it was just me playing through. So I will say that. Uh... You know, the game was extremely short. Even a game such as Battletoads, uh, on a previous review that I've done that's very comparable to this game, 2D side-scrolling beat-em-up of old-school gaming. And that was double the amount of length of this game. And again, I'm not saying that they should be 10-plus hours uh, in length, but at the same time, I still feel that, wow, three hours and this is it? Uh, it is a good thing that I will put out there. If you have an Xbox and plan on playing it on it, it is on the Game Pass. So you may not have to worry about putting any extra money out for it if you own the Game Pass. Uh, but I did enjoy my time. It, just not enough to do multiple playthroughs or go achievement hunting for it. And overall, it, it was a decent game. But it was just it was missing that extra pop, in my opinion, to elevate it above being more than just a nostalgic trip down memory lane. And that really leaves me with his final score of a 7 out of 10. That'll do it for my review of Streets of Rage 4. I hope you've enjoyed your time aboard the SS Gamer. You can join its crew by reaching out to me via email at lostatseagaming365 at gmail.com or on social media on Instagram at lostatseagaming as well as on Twitter at lostatseagamin, the number one. Thank you for listening, and until the sea says otherwise... We'll keep sailing.